And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 178 today, I believe. Week one preview of the spring 2020, uh, 2020, 2023 season. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Kurtzman, commissioner. And join alongside me today is not Tommy Savaro, who was unavailable to do the podcast tonight. This was the only night I was available to do the podcast, but I am not doing a solo pod tonight. We will be joined by uh, 49er quarterback and captain of the league for many seasons, Nick Suroff. Nick, how you doing? I'm good, Brandon. I'm good. Just, you know, get ready for the season. Excited to get it going. Uh you yeah you answered my text faster than uh most people answer that text to be on the podcast you were for sure ready for this um i'm not sure if you if you thought this invite was coming anytime soon but after a long wait you're on the pod i know i know it's been a long time i remember rookie season i asked you guys to be on it and uh tj just completely ignored me and then sounds about right gave me a cold shoulder so you know i'm i'm ready yeah, I think you are. You're going to be a big help tonight because uh, I did not want to rip a solo pod for week one preview. So without further ado, games will be played starting at 9 o'clock a.m. No exceptions. If there is a team with seven there and you only have six, the game will begin. If you do not want it to begin, if you're the team waiting for players, you will get a 10, point, 10 points for the other team. That is in the new rules that were sent out to the captains last night and should have been relayed to all players today. Um, games will start at 9 o'clock at Sayerville High School. Um, field should be open. I'll probably have everything ready by like 7.45. Feel free to get there early and chill. Uh, get ready for a nice, great day of games. Weather's not supposed to be too bad. Uh, I think just a little cold earlier in the day. But uh, yeah, Sayerville High School, 9 o'clock. Uh, first game of the day. Jaguars led by Trevor Garland and Liam Knowles against the Raiders who... Led by Chris Hogreef and company, we're talk- have been talking a lot of shit, and they seem like they're really ready for the season. Um, this is a battle of two quarterbacks that have been in the league multiple seasons. Garland has had some great years in the league. Hogreef has gotten better with each season he's played a quarterback. Now coming back to quarterback after um, the layoff and playing receiver for Mikey in the fall of 22. Uh, he leads a team of players that he wanted. He showed me his draft board the day after, uh, the day before the draft, and he got basically every player that he wanted. So um, this is the team he's going in with. Uh, as for Trevor, he has a new, di- a different look. No, none of his like friends are on his team. He finally has that true number one in Liam Knowles, and also has a great second receiver in uh, Chris Johnson. We'll talk about the Tommy Pierce injury in a little bit. Um, sound like an NFL pod. Uh, so, what's your thoughts on both of these teams? Um, I like both of them. I, uh, the Raiders with, uh, Holgrief, he knew exactly what he wanted, like you said. Um, so he's got everyone around him that he knows. Um, he's played with every single one of them before. Um, and then Trevor's team, uh, Trevor, I think he got tired a bit after last season. And, uh, he's got his weapons around him this upcoming season. Um, and his line. His line is iffy, but, I mean, I think he'll make up for it. He gets the ball out fast. He's a smart quarterback, so I like this matchup. Yeah, um, for Hogreaves' team, the Raiders, their line of Ace, uh, Mark Nicholas, and Ray Cofano, I believe, and then he has receivers, um, Dwan, who he's played with before, DeJore, um, he has, who else, I'm sorry, Dariel, who has been posting a lot about he, how he's ready to take the next step in the league and become an elite receiver. Uh, had a great first season with you, no doubt about it. Um, in this game, I'm looking to see which line steps up and really shows that they're the, the prominent line. I always talk about on the pod how uh, the game is usually won at the line of scrimmage on both sides. Um, Ty Pierce, second-round pick for Jaguars, out for the season, broke his hand, and... Uh, and they pick up Ubir Rojas, who is a perennial second-round pick in every single draft I think we've had. Um, so their defensive line and offensive line get a bolst, uh, get a huge upgrade in this game. I think it should be um, an interesting matchup on the line. I I, I think it's going to be pretty even. So it's really going to come down to which quarterback game plan better and gets the ball out faster because you just don't want to make the defensive line be a huge part of the game. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think Ubeer getting picked up on uh, Trevor's team, I think that's huge. huge. Um, I think it does give Trevor, uh, Trevor's team the edge on this just because you have him and you have, I believe, Shamir Rolf is Stiz, right? Yes. Yeah, so Stiz is a good player. He's fast, um, very good flag puller. So I think having Ubeer there will open up things for him on the defensive line. Um, he could be looking at a big day for himself. Um, and I do like Mark Nicholas, um, Marky Mark, and uh, Ray Cafano was, I think, a very good, strong lineman last year. Yeah, for, for USF, yep. Um, so, and he's got his feet wet in the uh, in the league, so I think I think it'll be a good game. Um, both quarterbacks very smart. I'm interested to see um ho grief and if he takes that next step i'm very confident that trevor is going to throw the ball to liam very often in the game early and often trevor like we said never really had that true true number one guy guy at the top of the draft that you go up he traded for the number one pick and he took liam liam led the league in tackles last season uh a stout middle linebacker i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna take the jaguars in this game i think trevor improves to one and out to start the season um, I think that the it's not gonna be, it's gonna be a very close game. Trevor plays in a lot of very close games. Hogreave is going to move the ball down the field. He's gonna take shots to Darielle, take shots to Dwan. Um, I just think that the Jaguars in this game are gonna be. I, I just think they're gonna get the win. I really have. It's week one. I haven't seen these teams really play together. I love Ace in the middle for the Raiders. Uh, it's just gonna come down to which line. And I think, like you said, I think the Jaguars have a little bit of an edge on the line. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll have to find out. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to go with Trevor, too. Um, the only reason because I, I like the Liam-CJ combo. I think CJ going in the you know, fourth round. Uh, yeah. I think that was a steal for Trevor. Um, and him and Liam are just going to cause havoc, I think, back there. I, I'm not surprised if Chris wins this. Um, if he does, but I, I'm just going to have to go with my gut and say Trevor. I think uh, the Raiders have a really good defense. I think they're going to be very loud. I think both teams are going to bring energy in this game you have a lot of guys who really like love flag football in this game so i think for a nine o'clock game this game is going to have a lot of energy so uh get to the field early for what we both think should be a good one but we are both on the jaguars so a little uh early season bulletin board material for the raiders all right let's get into the next game start off what is it it's the Lions versus Bills, Leota versus Douglas. Leota versus Douglas, Lions versus Bills, the other 9 o'clock matchup. Ooh, this is a game where if you listen to the draft recap um, podcast, I raved about the Bills team. Um, I think they have a stacked offensive line with a quarterback that we have seen play at the highest level, win championships, uh, win a championship, I should say. Um, and be an MVP in this league, play multiple finals ga- uh, championship games. Zach Sobes, I think as long as he's ready to go and just trusts his guys and trusts that his line is going to protect him, don't break out of clean pockets because there's going to be a lot of clean pockets in this game. He has Douglas Rett and uh, Mike Kalka blocking for him. Those are three guys that could all be first-round linemen. Um, That is a very scary team. As for the Lions, I think where they're lacking is on their offensive line. We're going to have to see Dean Roventini step up. Uh, I don't even know who else on their line. Vin Orlando, uh, Nick Hardigan, Nick Hardigan. I like. Um, it's it, they're gonna have to hold up against this defensive line and get pressure against this offensive line because the Bills have probably what I think is the best lineman trio in the league, and I don't think that's really a. Um, I don't think that's a like a, that's not like a bad like it's not a stretch of the imagination that he ends up being the best line in the league this season. No, without without a doubt. Um, I think that Bills team on paper right now. Before the season starts, I would say is the best team in the league. Um, They're very complete. Goes, yeah, how that goes afterwards, um, you know, once it starts, I guess we'll find out. I just, I really like how Douglas drafted his team. Uh, Kaka, Rhett, um, he's got Kokoda, who could also play offensive line. Yeah. Mike Russo, I think, I could have a huge season. Um, I think that's going to be Sobs' go to. Uh, I played him in the scrimmages a couple times. Very good, very fast wide receiver. And then you got yeah. Cam Cruz, who's outstanding. I think he's a great player to have. Young player, uh, knows football, has a high IQ. And you also got Phil Denoya. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you read me eight names, and I don't think I think I would love to have any of these those eight guys on my team. So yeah, no, they, they got a great team around them. Uh, I love Leota at quarterback for the Lions, but yeah. I, I just I think this game is it's. 
Douglas's game to lose. Um, it's, I think it's very tilted on the offensive and defensive line part, and I think that's where the game's going to be won. So I'm going to have to go with the Bills, but I don't think Leo's team is bad by any means. I think they're just going to need to figure out after one or two weeks how they want to go around their team. Is Leota going to eventually move down to the offensive line just to give his team help and then Vince steps in at quarterback? Or can Leota somehow figure it out and get his team to where he wants it to be? Damn, already talking about Leota moving from quarterback. No, uh, no, no, no. It's not even a, a no, no, I know what you're saying. We, we hinted at it during the draft recap podcast. Um, Leota is a great two-way line, but let's talk about what we know about their team. Leota is going to get the ball out fast. He's going to make he makes guys miss in the backfield, and he has he he he's able to evade rushers. So if his offensive line comes to play, you still got to go out there and play the game. Um, Mike Hawke has had a ten sack season before. Douglas had a ten plus sack season, and Rhett has also had ten plus sacks in a season. So. Um, they have the, the names, but you still got to go out there and play the game. Uh, the Lions the Lions are going to be a gritty bunch. This is a, a lot of guys that Leota's played with before, knows how they play, has been successful playing with them. Um, they're going to have to win with their defense. They're going to have to play really good defense, keep the game. I think they're going to have to keep the game kind of low scoring. Uh, Leota's going to have to call really good plays. He's going to have to keep the, the, the offensive line of the other team guessing. Um, I remember when I played him, they did a lot of jet motion, jet sweep motion to... Um, like keep our defensive line kind of at bay a little bit, and it worked very successfully. When I think when he was Vanderbilt, um, so I want to see I want to see a really good play calling game by Joe Liotta this week. I hope he comes prepared. I know he's practiced with his team a few times, so uh, they're a confident bunch. So I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna take the Bills. Yeah, no, I, I like how Liotta calls his plays. He even helped me last season on a couple couple things here and there that I wanted to change. And um, he's he's very smart, very good quarterback. Um, he's also got Vin in the huddle with him, but he's also got Vin at wide receiver and Jimmy Flott. And then your third wide receiver is either Johnny Alight or um, Vin Orlando. So he's got his players that he likes around him. Um, I just I think the Bills are going to take this one. Um, I, I love their team. I, I can't say any more about them. All right, we're both on the Bills. Wow, so we got some early uh, early hate from the probably from the teams we picked against, but. It's whatever. Uh, we're making our we make our picks every week, regardless. Um, I'm just telling it how I see it. All right, what's ten o'clock game? Start off. We got either the Jags, Dolphins, or Bills, Chiefs. All right, we'll talk about. I guess we talk about. Let's stay with the Bills. So Bills versus the Chiefs. This is now. I think this is gonna be a very good game. This is uh Tommy and Malik and company against the Bills team we just talked about. Um, in this game, I'm just going to look for can the Bills' defensive backs stop the Malik and Tommy connection. It's basically what you're going to hear me probably say a lot of on this podcast about this team this year. It's not a slight to any of their other players or other, other receivers, but Tommy goes to the guy when he needs when he needs it most, and Malik is a great guy at receiver at high-pointing the football. Um being in a spot where only he can make a play on it. Tommy throws it to where only Malik can make a play on it. Um, and that connection was lethal last season. I assume that they're going to try to force Tommy to go another way with it, but it doesn't always work. The pocket breaks down, and Tommy finds Malik trailing somewhere by himself. So um, I like the athletes on the Bills, though. I think that if someone's going to be able to do it, it could be them. They have Russo, Cam Cruz, Jodanoia, Sobes on defense. Um, huh. I wonder who I'm going to pick. Who else on Tommy Galante's team? Uh, you got Malik, Dan Cardona, Dennis Sutton. Uh-huh. Um, it says Dean, but I did hear Dean is Yeah, Dean is. Yeah, Dean Wiedrowski's not playing. I think uh, Tommy's getting one of his friends to play. He promised me that he's not better than a fourth-round pick. I said, okay, I, I believe you. Um, he's got Johnny Samarco, James Woodcock, Remy. Uh, Sepp and Chris Fitzgerald. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna stop throwing slight to the team. Dennis Sutton, really good athlete, going to be a huge player on Tommy's team this year. You'll probably see him line up in the backfield. He had a good season when he was on the Eagles team from the other, the last summer. Remy, great defensive back, always lead amongst the lead leaders in tackles. I expect him to get right back to where he was last uh, before really having to be a captain. I like him more just as a player in the league. Um, as a guy who just has a focus on his one job, uh, Sep, we just kind of throw him. He just always ends up with Tommy every season. Usually becomes being pretty effective. Um, Johnny Samarco, the new guy, and Dan Cardona, welcome back to the league. That's a pretty formidable line. I think that'll be able to give Tommy enough enough time. Guys that Tommy's played with before. Uh, 
I, I like that team, honestly. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think Tommy has a really good team. I think playing on a second game of back-to-back for the Bills could be a little difficult in week one because you just maybe don't have your midseason legs yet. But, um, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this game. You know, I, I really like this Chiefs team. Um, it kind of reminds me of Tommy's uh, Michigan team Ooh, from uh, the fall of 2021. Yes, yes, went to the finals. Um, I love... Wick up at defensive line. I think he's very good, very relentless. Um, he's also smart. He doesn't, you know, let you get out of the pocket too fast. Um, and Dan Cardona back in the league. He, he's a great offensive lineman to have. Um, I have Malik MVP of this past season. Yeah. Uh, and the thing I really like is how Tommy. I, I always think of it from our rookie season when we both came into now. How much he's progressed in a like flag football standpoint. He never liked running, and now he's incorporating it so much more into his game, and it's making him take a huge step into becoming... Uh, he's still one of the better quarterbacks in the league, but I think it's just going to take him even higher uh, when he uses his legs, too. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to take the Bills. Game, I have the Bills going 2-0 and in the day. Um, I said it to Augie, actually, at the draft, after the draft. Um... The Bills just have a great team. I, I really like how Douglas structured his team around them. You, you got Joe Denoya in the seventh or eighth round. Um, and like I said, Mike Russo and Mark Picotta, I think those two are going to help this team take it to another level. Who were their eighth and ninth round picks? Um, Sorry, I don't know. Joey Venti and Jordan Bowman. Oh, two solid players in the back end of the draft that can make plays for you on the defense side and the offense side of the ball. They've both done it in their in their careers in their first couple seasons. So they have a very complete team. Uh, first crossfire of the day. Um, all right, what's the other 10 o'clock game? We got Jags-Dolphins. Jags-Dolphins. We talked about the Jaguars already. Uh, this Dolphins team led by Mike Negron, two-time maker of the playoffs. Um Mike Negron, who's on his team? Dan Dexter. Uh, John Hardish, Zach Bellheimer, Adam Tooch, uh, Jordan Jackson, Marbans, Vic Colon, and Daniel Roman. I like his team. Dan, who's his first round pick? Alex Kalka. So his line is Alex Kalka, Jordan Jackson, and... And John Harnish. Good line for Negron. We'll protect him. Jordan's a really good athlete off the line of scrimmage. I threw the ball a lot to him during our playoff run. Um, uh, and just a guy who knows like what he's doing out there. I like Alex Kalka to snap for Negron. Just want to see Negron get rid of the ball faster. Uh, Dan Dexter, really good with the ball in space. Zach Bilheimer, also very good with the ball in space. So I think this is a team where Negron might not actually have to do too much for them to move with like move the ball down the field, you know, because they have a lot of guys that can do yak or good yak guys. Um, will make guys miss their flags. So um, this Dolphins team, if they come with energy, Marbans on the defense side of the ball. Uh, they could easily... I like Adam Tooch. I was watching some of Adam Tooch's highlights on his Instagram, and I think he could be a player in this league. He uh, he DM'd the page one time. Someone when someone was like... Someone posted their Instagram story of them like mossing somebody, and he was like yawning. So I was like, all right, we'll see what you got. I think he's going to be a good player. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game. I think that they will have the athletes and the energy to match a team that's playing on a second game of back-to-back. I like the Dolphins line just as much as I like the Jaguars line who is what Cologne Cologne, Jodell and Ubeer yeah it probably is um, so, and they also have Abdul Carvan who was getting working at the field I did see him getting working he's probably getting working with Claude too uh, but yeah I think I'm going to go with Dolphins in this game I think the Grand starts season 1-0 and I think that uh, Garland falls to one and one solely because he hates doubleheaders. <laughs> Him in the uh, week one doubleheaders, he yeah, hates them. He hates um, them. I'm playing doubleheader this week. I, I do like the Dolphins. I, I like how uh, you know he got Bellheimer pretty late, and the guy Adam Tooch. Uh, I actually talked to Augie about him. We circled him. We we're going to draft him. Uh, we just didn't know too much about him. I think he's going to be a great player. I have also looked at his Instagram page. He seems like a good, fast. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Jordan Jackson, great high IQ player for you, um, especially when he caught the touchdown against us. <laughs> um, and Marbans. I think Marbans has taken a huge step from when he first started playing with us in uh, Bear Down. 
Yeah. He's getting more comfortable with himself. You know, he'll, he'll press you. He'll uh, play off coverage. And he's very aggressive. You know, you, you're going to go up for the ball. You better lock it in because he'll go for that ball and he'll try to swipe that out. Um, but this game, I, I think just looking at it, nothing bad against the Dolphins. I don't think there's a single player on the team that can cover the league. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, you're gonna have guys on that team that are definitely gonna uh, say that they that they that they're gonna be able to guard him. I'm solely taking the, I'm only taking the Finns because I just think they're gonna be the more livelier team in this game. I like that. I mean, yeah, Trevor does hate the double Trevor, hate, yeah. who are you taking? I'm taking Jaguars. Okay, so you have the Jaguars going two and zero on the day, as well as the Bills. So you have both teams winning their first back to back of the season. Um, if you do do that, that is a feat. It is definitely hard to go two and zero on the day, especially when you're playing a team in your second game it, when it's their first or only game of the day. So um, you'll hear you'll see that all season. You'll hear us talk about that all season because. Uh, we like to get the seasons in, in in minimal weeks. So you play a couple games. You got guys coming from far away. They come for two games instead of one sometimes. So uh, it's part of the league, and it helps you grow as a team and le- teaches you to use everybody. Because if you have all ten guys show up to a double header, you can really mix guys in and get everyone some work. Yep. All right. What's the next game? We got Dolphins Cowboys or your Vikings versus Tommy's Chiefs. All right. We'll talk about Dolphins since we'll, since because we just talked about them. Uh, wait, Dolphins versus who? Uh, Cowboys, Danny Anarello. Ooh. Okay, so uh, there's been a lot of shit talking in the chat uh, this past week. A lot done by Jarrock. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But he was talking to, to Dan. Dan, I think Dan's going to be good. I think he's going to be good immediately. Um, he's got his three boys playing receiver for him. He's got Swags and Austin, who just won best blocker of the se- uh, year last season, blocking for him. Uh, Justin Santiago, his third lineman? He's got, uh, no, not Justin Santiago. Jason Ramos. Jason Ramos. Jason Ramos. Justin, Justin Santiago's on the Bengals. Um, he has a good line. He has his boys at receiver. I'm just going to say this. If Dan is good, then his team is going to be good. My hope is that he is great. Um, I'm not sure if he's played like in a league with this type of rules for flag, but he's he played regular football. He could throw a five he could throw the five yard slant. He can read the field. Um, I'm confident that he will be a good athlete. He will make plays with his feet and he will make plays with his arm. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take the rookie in his first game. I think Dan Arell comes out there conf- very confident and gets a win against a Dolphins team that I have predicted to go one zero to start the day, not knowing they were playing a doubleheader. Honestly. Um, yeah, just looking at uh, Dan's team, uh, he's got a great offense. Well, not, he's got a good offensive line around him. I think having Austin and Swags both um, those will probably be his tackles. Yeah, will help Dan a lot. Uh, Dan himself, I think, just because he's a rookie doesn't doesn't mean much. He's got, from what I know, because I know him, he's got the best arm in this league. Okay. He's got an absolute cannon. He's very smart. Um, he knows different uh, coverages that you're going to put at him. Um, if you're going to play zone, he'll pick apart the zone. If you're going to play man, he'll he'll burn the man. And he's very good with um, having a rapport with kids. And he's got that with Ponty. He's got that with Cruz and Liam Casey. I've never personally seen Liam Casey play, um, but him and Dan have been boys for a while. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Um I think Dan's going to show out his first game. I think he's going to come out guns blazing. I think he's going to have a great day through the air. Yeah, he texted me today saying he was excited to play. I think the the like I think just like the aura of the league bring like once you're in like are like Dan new kid like you don't know if you're actually excited to play on Sunday or not. But like now he see he he sees like all the posts from like the awards from last week. The captain's chat's been super active, and he's he's ready to go. I think he's going to be ready to go. Um, Mike Negron and the Dolphins team playing our second game back-to-back. I think they're going to be in a dogfight against the Jaguars, so I think they just might be a little tired playing their second game. But I like the Cowboys team, and like I said, if Dan and his boys are good, they're going to be a good team. And I hope for the sake of the league that they are a good team. So um, I'm rooting for the Cowboys in this one a little bit. Uh, I'll have my eye on it uh, yeah, no, while I'm playing. I think, um, I've been trying to get Dan. I've been, I've been telling you for so long. I've been trying to get Dan to sleep for... I want to say at least the past four seasons. Damn. And uh, finally, he, you know, broke through, and he was like, "Yeah, just you know, send me the signups and tell me who, uh, 
tell me he was in the league. So I helped him a lot out with that. Um, he's been asking me a couple of questions here and there about the teams he's playing just to get a gist of. Um, I loved. I loved side. it. I loved to hear that. Yeah, no, Dan's bought in. He, he loves uh, he loves football in general, so I, he's going to be ready to go, um, and he's going to come out guns blazing. It's not going to be like if it takes him an adjustment, it's going to take him a drive, and then he'll be you know locked and loaded, ready to go. So um, you know he's excited. If I didn't know anything about him. I'd say he was the best quarterback in the league based on how you just talked about him. So, no, no, he's gonna be good. Uh, he's gonna be good. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about him being good. To be honest with you, I'm just saying like if they if they are good, they will be a good team because it's him and his boys, and then he's got a good offensive line to block for him. Uh, I guess their weakness will be like defensive line because they do have like their two linemen are both. Neither of them are really sack guys ever. Austin hasn't been a sack guy in a couple seasons. Um, Swag's really never been like a high-sack high volume guy. They're going to have to generate pass rushing away on defense to make sure they don't put a lot of pressure on their DBs to have to cover guys for a long time because zones are just easy to pick apart, especially when the quarterback breaks the pocket and makes a play. So um, as long as defensively, they're, if they're pulling flags, because I don't know like their flag football experience like that, so if that could be a defensive adjustment for them, just learning to pull flags and being effective pulling the flags. Definitely get there a little early if I was the Cowboys to watch the games before me so you can get a gist for how the league is played because you'll have a bunch of... Uh, veteran quarterbacks taking the field before you so uh that's just my advice but i'm taking the cowboys and so are you yep i think Meany's gonna have to be a huge part of that team on the defensive line will meany will meany on their squad that all right let me go back real quick that is that, that is why i'm taking the cowboys I'm taking the cowboys because of will meany will meany is a dog uh and he's gotten better both seasons in the league and i'm expecting him to be really good this season yeah, no, he's uh, he's fast. He played outside linebacker in high school. Yeah, I hope he listens to this so he hears me gas him up. He's, he's actually strong for, you know, his size. Yeah, he but, stepped uh, in and played offensive line for me when I needed it. Yeah, no, he'll do anything the team needs. He, he's a team player. Definitely um, is. As long as he gets there early, he's ready to go. Yep. All right, uh, other game is Vikings versus Chiefs. Yep. Ha, <sighs> we're making... Yeah, uh, listen, this is a... I wish the championship rematch was happening like both first games of the day, but the schedule doesn't always work in that favor. Uh, yeah, listen, we're ready to go. We only have eight, I think. We're missing we're missing Anas, who's one of our linemen, and we're missing Emmett Cologne, who's one of our receiver defensive backs. Um, hopefully, TJ Angstad makes it to the game. Uh, but it could be it could be a it could be a rough t- in terms of personnel. Game one, we're probably gonna have to spread them out. Play some two lineman sets. Play some tight end four lineman sets. Uh, we're gonna mix it up. You know, I'll figure out what we need to do to move the ball. Me and Tommy always play in electric games in terms of uh, like usually high scoring, usually a lot of big plays, touchdowns. Um, so I'm expecting nothing different, especially with us only having seven or eight guys. With that being said, obviously I am taking myself. But last time we played Malik, he scored five touchdowns on us. Us being my a team I led, so we're gonna run a. We're probably gonna run a different defense than we did in the championship because obviously that one didn't work. Yep. Um, but yeah, obviously I'm gonna take myself. I think that we're gonna. I think I'm gonna pick up right where I left off. I got Dylan, Joe, Pip, Q, uh, Zach as my receivers. Malozzi and KT will hold it down the line for me. Uh, yeah, we're ready to go, man. Vikings, easy dub, not easy dub, not easy dub. Gonna be a dub, though. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I really like your team. I think you have the best, you said it on the last spot, I think you have the best all-around athletes. Uh, you got Joe Pip, you got Dylan Schrey, who's typically a first-rounder in this draft. Um, I know he's got a uh, trip scheduled at the end of the season. And then you also got Zach Schrey, who's top three trash talker in the league. You got TJ Late and uh, Q Hunter. I think Q Hunter was incredibly underrated. It was just, I was talking to Augie about him. I think it was more how bought in he'd be. Um, and if he's bought in for you guys, I think he's going to be an incredible player. And you do very well with scheming guys open, uh, getting them the ball in open space, and uh, just generating plays for them. And I think you can do very well if you need to go to the two offensive linemen. I think you can do very well with that because you can move well with your feet. Uh, you can keep Tommy's defense on their heels. Um, with that being said... I'm gonna go with you guys. I, mean, <laughs> I thought you were gonna pick the Chiefs. I would have loved it. I would have loved you <laughs> picked against me. I, I, I really want to. Um, 
They have a good team. But I, they have a very good team. I really do like Tommy's team. Uh, Tommy always has a good team, typically, always. besides his uh, commander season. Yeah, but, literally. Um, no, your Vikings team, you guys just... Your second wide receiver is Dylan Shrey. Yeah, like we should move. We shouldn't have a problem moving the ball and scoring points. It's just going to come down to: do we have enough time to develop routes down the field, and do we convert on third and fourth down? That's really all it is. That's funny shit. And I mean, he's not going to be there, but I think if Anas is the right one that I'm thinking about, he was he the big offensive lineman or Rutgers? He was the center. He like he's like he's a little short, but he's stocky. Okay. Yeah. I think it's the same guy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he's very good. He's a strong guy. Good yeah. Center. Um, so I think that was a steal for you in the late round. Yeah, listen, asking him to be our third offensive lineman, he'll just have to he'll just have to do his job and block the guy in front of him. I'm I'm not very demanding of my linemen. I tell them that if they get beat, don't worry about it. I'll try to make the guy miss. Like I don't just on the big plays be good. That's really like that's really what my line my message is to my linemen. Like just hold it down. I'll get you the ball because there are plays where I scramble out, can't find anybody, and I dump it off to the lineman. And uh, if you've ever seen me play, you know that my linemen are very involved in my offense. As well as my legs. I call decent plays, and they usually work. So, uh, appreciate you picking me. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, last, uh, 12 o'clock games. Vikings, Bengals, or Cowboys, Oilers? Let's talk about Vikings, Bengals. I think this is the only team in the league that can, like, they can outmatch our athletes. And I'm not saying outmatch like they're better than us, but they can match us up very well with Keanu, Connor Mullen, and Jake Esposito. I think the three of them are just as good as a, of a trio as any that the league has ever seen, to be honest with you. Um, those are three guys that Sam can throw the ball up to and he, they can make a play for him. They can make the play in open space. They can make guys miss. All are kind of complete receivers. I wouldn't say that there's kind of anything those guys can't do on the flag football field. Um... His line of Roman, Justin Santiago, and Matt Marola is pretty solid. Um, I like that offensive line with the defensive line wise. They could throw Jake on the line with with Matt and Roman. They could put Jake at DB if they need to. This is all going to fall on Sam. His team is good. If his team plays up to their standard and Sam plays up to his Michigan, if he plays as well as he did the Michigan State season, not the Iowa season, if he plays as good as he did the Michigan State season where he made the playoffs and um, was. A winning quarterback, they can be a really good team. They have the athletes to dominate on the defensive side of the ball, and they have guys, a lot of yak guys that can make a lot of plays with the ball. So um, they're a very formidable opponent. The fact that we have to see them on a second game of a doubleheader is not ideal, but we, we don't really have a choice. Obviously, I'm going to take myself, but we're probably going to be in a dogfight against the Chiefs, um, and we'll probably be in a dogfight against the Bengals. We're going to have to really toughen up and show what we got week one. Yeah, no, um, Sam did an awesome job here. Uh, he's very smart at coming up with offensive plays. And even I was at the field with him uh, like a week and a half ago. And just listening to him talk to his receivers, what he wants them to do, how he wants them to run certain routes versus different coverages. Um, he's awesome to listen to. And I think I've never personally seen Jake play in a game. I've seen him play in the scrimmages. And it's... He's just as good, if not better, than what everyone else is saying he should be. Um, I think Marola, Keanu, Connor Mo- I think this is just a well-rounded team. Marola coming off, uh, he was the leading uh, sack guy in Defensive Player of the Year, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he goes unnoticed so much still. Um, he's an awesome defensive lineman. He does anything the team needs him to do. Uh, snap, play defense, whatever it is. And uh, Connor Mullen was an awesome wide receiver for Mike Benito um, Army season. Yeah, uh, not the biggest wide receiver, but uh, great hands, strong hands. Go up, get the ball. Um, he's almost—he reminds me of like a Julian Edelman type of wide receiver. Yeah, he just uh, gets open. Yeah, and Sam loves that. I know Sam loves that. He schemes his slots open. What I what I what I want Sam to do is not try to be perfect. I agree. Don't try to 
make every throw the best throw ever like just be like just be the guy you gotta you're like you're gonna the mistakes are gonna happen because but like when you're too perfect you tend to miss a little bit i'm talking directly to him he knows he misses a little high a little long which is obviously the way you want to miss but i think he does that because he's trying to be like so perfect with his throws i think sam is a good quarterback i think he'll scheme guys open he'll make us really think on the defense side of the ball and if we don't come ready to play in that second game we could get blown out but obviously i'm gonna take us yeah i'm i'm gonna take the Bengals here yeah uh, I, I i like this matchup it's a, a good lot. pick I think this is a fantastic great uh, game um but we're also missing that they took a rod in the eighth round. oh my god we didn't even talk about a rod a rod's a beast a rod is one of the best flag pullers in the league he Energy will get guys. it to your head i know firsthand um he just he lets you know he's there you, you know exactly where he is on the field at all times, not just because he's six eight. Yeah, um, he's an awesome flag puller. Uh, eighth round for A Rod, which is wild. Um, but I think he, he he will make that defense better. So I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Yeah, I think they have an elite defense. I think that they, as long as they flag pull well with A Rod in the middle, that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I like their team. Like, I'm probably going to pick this team to win a lot this season. I don't know. Like, we'll see how they play together. We'll see how Sam gets guys open. And we're going to see the things that, obviously, Sam knows work. Um, But I'm I'm thinking that we're going to see some new stuff from Sam. Sam's excited to be back in the league. And uh, it's funny that he's playing me in his first game. Yeah, no, that's, it'll be a great game. I think you two uh, always have pretty good battles against each other. Yeah. Uh, watching both of you guys play, very smart quarterbacks, very fun to watch. So it'll, I think it'll be a very close game, but very good game. Start off, when do you play? I play at 1. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, what's our 12 o'clock game? Um, we just did uh, Cowboys-Oilers. Okay, so Cowboys on the second game of their doubleheader against the Oilers this led by J- this is the game so this is the for those who don't know this is the game where the shit talking has been going on in the chat Jarrock, uh acting like the the big bully in town to to the rookie quarterback but Dan Dan put money on the line in this game uh, I assume that people will be hyped up in this one for sure you got Mike Gargano king shit talker um, Caleb Hunt big lineman Matt Hughes big lineman who talks shit the Cowboys line better come ready in this second game because this line of the Oilers is nasty they're gonna they're gonna want to beat you up for 40 minutes and make life difficult for you in the second half offensively they're gonna want to run the ball down your throat Jarrock is famous for his dirt phrase like put someone in the dirt or on turf but he can still put them in the dirt um yeah, I just think the Cowboys defensive line the Cowboys defensive line isn't um, fast, but they're big. So I don't know if they're going to be able to get moved off the line of scrimmage, but Jarrock should be able to outrun Austin and Swag, so I think Dan's going to have to switch up his defense a little bit, make sure that he has faster guys on the defensive line, but guys that won't get pushed six, seven yards down the field by Hughes, by uh, Giroux, by Caleb Hunt, by Mikey. Like The Oilers are a big team. Um the Cowboys will see how quickly, or not, I'm not going to say how quickly, how much energy they have to exert during a dogfight in their first game. I assume they probably will be because I think like no one really goes out there and blows out their first, in their first game blows somebody out. Um, but it could be tough for them playing second game back-to-back. I'm not sure. These guys have been playing football a bunch, but it could uh, second-half lungs could kick in in the second game back-to-back. So I think I'm going to go with the team I just know more about, and that's the Oilers, who we don't even mention have Steve Cirillo, Mar- uh, Q, Markel, um, Emmerich, Ryan Bartlett's out, but another good player. They have a really good, really good solid team. Jarrock just needs to not lose them the game with it, like by being stupid and using his arm or throwing ill-advised picks. Yep. Um, I I want to say this. I am actually surprised, but I think Jarrock did the right thing. He traded the number one pick away because he was going to take Liam. I think he has seen in the past that he's better at running the ball than he is at throwing the ball. And he formed his team around him to run the ball. He's got a gigantic offensive line. You know, you can put, you got Hughes, you got Giroux, you got Caleb Hunt, who are massive human beings. You can throw Mikey in there. I I think he's, 
he did a very good job at drafting his team and finally um, getting what he wanted. Uh, I know a lot of players in the past were like, Drock doesn't, you know, he doesn't throw. I, I'm running routes for no reason. Um, Drock can still throw the ball. And he's got Emmerich to catch the ball for him. He's got Markel to catch the ball. Um, if he wants to put Mikey at tight end, uh, Mikey's a very smart player. I think he's going to help Drock a lot. And um, Steve Cirillo, uh, he's a solid corner. Emmerich always gives me problems every time I play him. He's awesome to watch. That's he's, funny. You know, a great person. So um, I think the Cowboys are going to struggle on this side with, you know, their rush with Matt Hughes, Caleb, and whoever else they want to put in there. Mikey, if Mikey plays linebacker or defensive line, um, Mikey's going to talk a lot, a lot of shit. Um, he's going to make sure you know he's there. And this, yeah. this one's hard. No, I know it is. I know because you want to pick the Cowboys, especially because there's money on the line. I kind of want to pick the Cowboys too. I just think that for all the reasons we talked about, the Oilers, they just have such a um, a versatile team. They have a lot of guys that can do a lot of things. And at the end of the day, they're just big. Like they're just a humongous team top to bottom. And they have guys that can play a bunch of different positions. He could throw Mikey at quarterback if they really wanted to. You're going to see a different side of Mikey because this is going to be the Mikey that doesn't have to be captain and worry about being quarterback. Um I like this Oilers team. This is no slight to the Cowboys or Dan Anarella. Dan's probably going to have to score a lot of points to keep in this one because I think his defense will struggle to pull Drock's flag. Yep, and also Mikey felt disrespected because he won in the second round, so he's coming in with a lot of energy. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I agree. With that being said, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I knew that one was coming. I think Dan's going to sling a rock all over the place. Um, He's going to make it known. He's going to make a statement week one. That's no slight at all to the Oilers. Um, I think Jarrock, like I said, has a great team. I think he's going to be one of the better teams in the league this season. Uh, But Danny paired with Ponte, Cruz, and Casey, um, I think they're going to be a problem for a lot of teams. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. All right, yeah, I think the the key for this game in the Cowboys, because I do think their defense is going to struggle, they're going to have to score a lot of points. So if they're going to want to win, I assume that the Cowboys win. The game is played in the 30s. Yep, without a doubt. They're going to have to score a lot of points. It's got to be high scoring. Yeah, because I think one of the things we forget, and like just because we haven't seen Jarrock really play, having the ball in his hands every single play in a while, he's still a guy that can, on any given play, be a 45-yard touchdown. Yep. So it's like a team that's a little inexperienced in flag football versus a guy who can take every touch he gets to the house if the blocking is correct. Um, he's probably going to, like I said, he's probably going to make Austin and Swags miss in the backfield. There's going to have to be a speed rush that comes in and makes life difficult for Jarrock. But like I said in the very beginning of this preview, if Jarrock just doesn't turn the ball over, I think the Oilers win the game. Yep, without a doubt. Um, Jarrock's going to control this game. And I know for a fact he has Mikey on his team. Mikey will make sure Jarrock takes up the time he needs and will make sure that the game is played at their pace. Correct. That has, that has been Mikey's game. He's going to make sure Jarrock knows, and I think Jarrock will definitely listen to him, and this game's going to be on the ground for them. I think Jarrock's going to have a lot, a lot of rushing yards. Yeah, I think that could definitely be the case in this game. Um, one thing I also like about this Oilers team, not to gas them up too much, is just the fact that, like, with like, like I said, like Jarrock gets a lot of forty-five like long touchdowns. Um, when that happens, your defense ends up on the field more in the game, so you need to like have a good defense. And I think they have the defense for that type of offensive firepower. Yeah, um, but if the Cowboys win this game, I will not be surprised, and I expect Cowboys quarterback Dan Anarella and Jarrock to. Dap up and have a good game. Yeah, no, I, I listen at the end of this game. I think all that shit talking is gonna end up going out the window, and they're all gonna be laughing. Yeah, it'll probably be a great time. Um, it was just I've never in my life if Gerard shit talked, it was for two texts done. Yeah, he I went. Woke up from an app to three hundred messages. I had no idea what was going on. Yep. It's been insane, and Dan's ready for it. Yep, Dan's that. not made by shit talking. Um, I, Does I Dan talk shit? Does Dan talk shit? Um, if if you do what Jarrock did, he will make it known as soon as you know he gets the ball rolling. He will he will be there. He will make sure you know that 
you were talking shit and you sound stupid. Yeah, and like I no. said, yeah, because like it's gonna be the back to back for the Cowboys, but I do feel yeah. like that's good for the Dan. I feel like that's good for them though, in the sense that they'll they won't be their first game. Yeah, no, um, it, they'll have a game under their belt. Um, Dan will get more acclimated and have a feel for more of how the game's played. Yep. Um, but I guess we'll see. It, it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I got Oilers. You got Cowboys. Should be a good one. All right. Uh, there one. Are there two one o'clock games or one one o'clock game? No, just one. Oh, thank it's, God. Uh, my team, the 49ers, against the Oilers. Okay, so, mm, this is a really good matchup, damn. Who's your line? My line is Pat and Fortuna, mm-hmm. J.K. Will, mm-hmm. and Nick Sedano on the okay. offensive side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's formidable. Definitely formidable line. Um, you got Augie outside. You got Bullen outside. You just you just can't get away from Steve Bullen. Um, I like your team. You're a very successful quarterback. 19 straight regular season wins. Um, most that's definitely the longest streak in league history, by without a doubt. Um, you 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 game plan well. You call really good plays. You throw a beautiful football. Um, and you, you're a good quarterback, man. There's no doubt about it. What's it going to take this season to get over the hump? I, I think it's like how we talked about it the other day. Um, excluding, I, I think I played a very calm collected game against you in the playoffs 100% all of my other games before that I think I was just trying to do too much trying to be kind of like what you said for Sam too perfect um yeah trying to do too many things that um I was just making hard on myself and I I just I need to trust myself need to trust um more of my team and uh you know just as soon as we get to the playoffs just kind of keep riding with it and see, seeing where it takes us. I just, I need to really just kind of lock in and yeah, listen, I, I know going into any game that you're playing in, your team is going to be prepared. Like you, you did the work to be prepared, have everyone prepared for the game. If they execute what you want them to do, that's on them. But your team's going to be prepared and know what you want out of each player because you're just you just want to be prepared football is a game of preparation um you see that it works for you and it's been very successful so um that's just a note to everybody in the league that you don't game plan it's going to be difficult for you but anyway let's talk about the game 49ers versus Oilers you're going to have a chance to watch the Oilers play before this you're going to get your your warm-up that you always seem to get a great warm-up in before the game um And this is going to be a game that's definitely going to have some shit talking. They probably have the edge on the off the, the trenches, but I'm not going to say it's a big edge because you're really good at getting the football out. Um, you don't really take a lot of sacks. Even though you don't run that much, you don't take a lot of sacks. And you have Augie and Bowen, who are two great receivers. Augie won Offensive Player of the Year in the summer. Um, Bowen is just always a 30-plus catch guy. Five, six, seven touchdowns every season. Great number two receiver. You have a great rapport with him. Um, who's your third guy? Simpkins? We got, we got a lot of guys that could be the third guy. We got Dins, we got Simpkins. We oh got my god, you have Dins, you have Dins, you have Dins. Yeah. Dins, we, is, Dins is my favorite player in the league. Yeah, no, Dins is awesome. Uh, we were at actually Sportico last night. We were, yep, uh, I knew this, yeah. Throwing throw around. Um, I, I really liked what I saw out of everyone. Um, That's I know awesome. I can plug anyone in at any certain time of the game. If I call a certain play, they know exactly how I want it to run. If, you know, you got inside shade, outside shade, if they're playing head off on them. Uh, if I tell them, you know, hey, let's run this. If we motion here, do you know what you're doing? Yeah. So we got that locked in all yesterday. I sent it to the group chat. Everyone's all full board. And that's what I really like about my team this season is that, um, especially on the defensive side, for the most part, Mm-hmm. Everyone has played for me at some point in, in their bear down career. Yeah. So they know exactly where I want them to be, um, what defenses I could run, and that opens up my playbook at least on defense. I want to keep it pretty simple. Um, we can run so many different things, different blitzes, have different calls, have calls from seasons before that I play with them. So definitely getting more in depth this season. Um, I, I really, I really that. like my team. Yeah, listen, I like your defense with Augie, a middle linebacker, with Simpkins and Dins on the outside. Bowen always plays safety for your teams. Um, yeah, like, and you got you and Sedano on the defensive line. Tuna at nose, maybe. You at nose, maybe. Um, it's going to be, you're going to have a good team. I'm not ever worried about your teams. They're always prepared, like you said. Uh, you, uh, your teams, like you said, they always know like what you want out of them. So I'm I'm o- I'm always grateful that you're one of the captains in this league. But uh, in this game, 
The Oilers are going to be playing their second game back-to-back. I project them to win. You predict them to lose. Um, they have a, If they have like a full nine, everyone but Bartlett show up, then they could it, they, they maybe they aren't like as tired and they could like cycle, cycle guys in so no one's too gassed for the second game they're going to give you guys a really good game probably make you give her the ball a little faster than you want to on the defensive line your offensive line is going to have a challenge in their first game of the season I think um like we talked about before, just a really big team the Oilers have. They can push the line of scrimmage backward, but I'm not really worried about you. Um, I'm going to pre- predict the Oilers to go 2-0 uh, on the day. No, I, I, uh, it's going to be a great game. I, I've been cool. talking about it with Augie this whole week. Um, I'll say this. You're the way more prepared team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what I try to like pride myself on, at least. you know, Just get everyone prepared because, listen, at the end of the day, if we lose because we're not prepared, then we can't blame anyone but ourselves. Correct. Um, so I, I like how we go into a game, every single person. I did it last season. Went up to everyone, asked them certain questions. They knew the exact answers. So it was awesome to, to hear and listen to. Um, and hopefully this season's the same way. I, I really like having Sedano opposite of me. Um, he's fast, very strong. Um and he's smart. He's a smart player. We were talking last night and how, how we want to play this this team because they have monsters up front. They have a very good offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, veteran and drop. Like I said, he's going to run the, run the ball a lot. Um, if he wants to, he can throw it. He's got Steve Cirillo on the outside. Markell, I, I love Markell as a player. Um, he's an awesome person, um, and he's a great football player offensively and defensively. So I think Jarrock's going to try to get him the ball a lot. Um, and Mikey's going to make it known that he's there. Mikey was so angry with me that I did not pick him. He called me um, at, at the draft and was just going off on me. So <laughs> I, I know he's going to come with a ton of energy. It doesn't matter if it's the second game. So um, no surprise, I'm going to take myself in this game to go 1-0. Uh, and unfortunately... I have the Raider, uh, the Oilers going on too, but it is what it is. Yep. No, listen, if you win this game, I'm not surprised in any way, but uh, I'm going to have, I'm just going to roll, I think I'm going to roll with a team that's probably going to put up a lot of points in the first game. They're going to be very confident at least going into the first game, but uh, we have, uh, we got a special guest coming into the podcast now, Tommy Savaro back from a night out. Tommy, how you doing? A lot of drinks. A lot of drinks. Oh, uh, we got live calls in. We're it's, no soft doing the did the podcast today. So oh Jesus, it's a hub. All right, so we're at the very end of the podcast. We just did the last game. Oh. We just did the last game. What was the game? Uh, Sir off against Jarrock and Mikey's team. I'm taking Sir off. Taking Sir off. I can't even say his name right now. Okay, he's out of breath, Tommy, right now. Must have been having a great time dancing. Um. <sighs> All right, I think that does it, man. I hate that you're coming in right now, but um, I need to get home and get to sleep. Um, everyone, please show up to the field on time. It starts with the 9 o'clock games. It starts with you. If you were on time and we start on time, the day will run smoother. Let's get back on track. Let's show why this is the best league in New Jersey best and why league. we are the best athletes that play each week and the style we play is elite. Uh, off. thank you so much for doing the podcast with me because I did not want to rip a solo pod tonight. Um, and, yeah, that's all I got. Of course. Uh, thanks for having me on. That, that was awesome. Okay. Yeah, I know. You probably are smiling cheek to cheek right now, ear to ear. All right, everyone, see you at the field, 9 o'clock at Sayreville High School. Peace. Peace.